Welcome to the Kara's Cures Digital Show and Podcast, where we explore the leading edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundland. Today's episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. Well, the past couple of years have certainly been tough, especially for our kids from the pandemic to now the Russian invasion of Ukraine. It's certainly hard to know what to talk about, how to say it to our kids. So our guest today is child psychologist Dr. Laura Saunders from the Institute of Living, and she's here now so we can get this right. Welcome, doctor. Hello, Kara. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, it's tough to talk about difficult topics. And I think uh, when we're talking about what's happening with Russia invading Ukraine, especially with the kids seeing so many things on social media, this one, you're wondering, what do we say? Because even as adults, sometimes it's hard to understand what's happening hour to hour. Yes. And I mean, unfortunately, over the last two years, we've had a lot of different types of difficult um, pieces of information to share and explain to our children. So sometimes it's helpful to have guidelines on, you know, what to share and how to share things um, that that can help us. Because I mean, you know, COVID created a lot of losses for people, a lot of changes. Um, this this very devastating um, invasion of Ukraine is is really is affecting so many people because there's so many images out there. So let's talk about some guidelines. The one I like to start with first is waiting for an opportune time. So when you're rushing out in the morning to get to school or at pickup or when you're making dinner, those are generally not good times to have a discussion or answer questions. Unfortunately, that's often a time kids ask questions. So as the adult, you have to say, listen, I'm happy to discuss this with you. This is not a great time. Let's talk about it after you've had your snack after school or let's talk about it at dinner tonight. Um, so so you, you acknowledge that they have a question, but offer another time when it might be better to actually talk about it. Well, and sometimes you're with mixed ages. You might have a teenager and then you might have someone younger so should you be having separate conversations? Because you want us to keep their developmental and chronological age in mind, right? Absolutely. And keeping, you know, right, you could have a, an eight-year-old and a 15-year-old, and you would really kind of share different information. And, you know, the guideline, again, is just giving them simple fact-based information that answers their questions um, and gives them information, but doesn't overwhelm them. So a lot of times teenagers have access to social media and a lot of images um, that are very disturbing. I think you shared something in a great day today about, uh, you know, on TikTok that, it's, you know, there's going to be a, um, a draft. That is false information. It would take an act of Congress to, to do something like that. So trying to address pieces of misinformation are also really helpful because otherwise, that's, otherwise that just inflames people's anxiety. Right, right. And, you know, I've gotten questions from my own kids. I go, does this mean it's World War III? And, of course, you know, adults are probably worried, too. But everything we know right now is that uh, we've said we're not committing American troops, that we're going to try and help. Yet, yet at the same time, there's a big crisis out there. What, what's, you think, the most important thing to let your kids know as you show them or talk about this? I do like to highlight that there are sort of points of connection when you inform your kids about uh, about information. So if you had, you know, if you had a, a, a 
you were directly impacted. You had a, you know, uh, you had family in the Ukraine or, or friends in the Ukraine, something where you were directly impacted, you would want to provide more sort of detailed fact-based information. If you, I mean, this is a world event. It clearly affects all of us in some way. Um, it affects the economy. Um, but you, again, you don't want to give a lot of information that's going to overwhelm kids when they have no control over doing anything about uh, the economy or war. You would want to, you know, decide in terms of like how connected your child is to these events. Um, and that helps also inform the amount of information that you give. You say it's important to stay informed as a parent about what is going on and the kinds of access your children have to media and devices, especially at a time like this, because there really is a lot of false information, right? There is a lot of false information. And unfortunately, TikTok and other social media platforms, you know, they have, they, they, say things or, you know, people, common people say things and teenagers don't have the ability to take a piece of information and either, you know, corroborate it from another source. So they take all the information from social media as fact. And in fact, very little of it is fact-based. So being aware of some of the trends, um, I encourage, you know, a lot of the parents of teens that I work with, instead of banning everything, get onto it yourself, get onto TikTok, get onto some of these things. So you know, what's out there. Um, and you're aware of what your kids are being exposed to. It doesn't really help if we just sort of hide under a blanket and pretend that nothing bad's happening because then things pass us by and we don't, we lose opportunities and we lose teaching moments. I think parents get confused. They know how to do Instagram. They know how to do Facebook. But the kids are a little more sophisticated. They have all these TikTok accounts or private Snap stories. So do you think it's enough for parents to just know what's out there? Or should they be watching their kids' stories? Or is that invasion? I do think they, they can, especially based on, on younger and, and for a lot of these social media platforms, you have to be over 12 or 13. So no one under 12 or 13 should be on them. But um, it, it is important to be aware. And, and I think we have a whole segment on social media because that's, there's so much involved with that. And it really is hard for parents to keep up with trends because trends are so fast changing. So, you know, trying to be aware, being someone's friend, uh, which is funny as a parent to call yourself your child's friend, but, you know, being aware of what's, what's going on, I think is just really important. And it lets your child know that there is some amount of um, observation going on, even if it's indirect, there's some amount of observation. Yeah. Now back to the issue of what's happening in the news every day. I mean, we want our kids to be caring, empathic people. We want them to be informed if they're not asking about this, should we be telling them? I know you want us to just answer their questions, but what if they're not asking? So if, again, if they're not asking, um, and that's also based on age, if they're not asking and they're five years old, they're just dealing with their five-year-old issues and that's fine. If they're not asking and they're 15 or 16 years old, you might want to say, you know, what are your, what are your thoughts and concerns about what's going on with the invasion of Ukraine? And they could say nothing. And then you move on to the next topic. Or they could say, well, um, I am kind of nervous. Do you think our country could be invaded too, right? Which that would be sharing um, an anxiety that they have. The guideline that I always use in these situations is just answer the question. We as adults and as, you know, 
as caring parents have a wealth of knowledge and information that we want to share with our kids. However, giving them tremendous amounts of information when they are a not emotionally ready to handle it or b don't care is is just going to be overwhelming and create more anxiety. So just answer the question, you know, provide a piece of information if they ask a follow-up question, answer the follow-up question. If they ask another question, answer that question. But to give them tremendous amounts of information, when again, children have little to no control over these situations, and to give them a, a lot of information that is overwhelming will only serve to create more anxiety. Um, it, it, it's uh, it's good to remember that sometimes uh, we want to tell them a lot more than they probably need to know. Um, you know, what about there are local protests going on, and I know there are some who feel passionate about this is a time on earth where we need to um, pull together or have unity. Do you think it's appropriate to take uh, your kids to one of these protests? If you feel personally connected, if you if you have a passion for social justice, I think, you know, one of the things that have also has also happened um, for ourselves as communities and, and, and in the state is a lot of issues around social justice have come up in the last two years, access, access to healthcare, a lot of the whole black lives matter movement. So, so if you feel particularly strong or passionate about social justice issues, then sure, go to a, go to a, demonstration or, you know, make a sign, do something that feels meaningful to you and to your family. It's a lot of these are teaching moments and it is an opportunity for you to um, be a role model for your children and say, you know, it is important that we as individuals are able to speak up for people that don't have a voice or don't have maybe the privilege that, that any of us may, may have. Dr. Saunders, thank you. It's a good uh, episode for parents to watch, get their, get their wits about them before they have these conversations, and we appreciate your guidance and wisdom as always. I appreciate the opportunity. Take care, Kara. Thanks, Dr. Laura Saunders. And if you want more information, um, we have many more Kara's Cares episodes right here on the WFSB Streaming News app. You can watch past episodes, uh, everything to do with the leading edge of wellness. You can also follow me on social media at Kara Sundland. I share these there and join the Facebook group Kara's Cures. Have a great day, everyone, and be well.